A warm welcome from all of us here at Holy Rosary Parish in Burlington. Join us in prayer as we share with Father Martin the Lenten readings and homily for today's Holy Mass. from the book of Genesis. Israel loved Joseph more than any other of his children because he was the son of his old age and he had made him a long robe with sleeves. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peaceably to him. Now his brothers went to pasture, went to pasture their father's flock near Shechem. And Israel said to Joseph, Are not your brothers pasturing the flock at Shechem? Come, I will send you to them. So Joseph went after his brothers and found, found them at Dothan. They saw him from a distance. And before he came near to them, they conspired to kill him. They said to one another, Here comes this dreamer. Come, now let us kill him and throw him into one of the pits. Then we shall say that a wild animal has devoured him, and we shall see what will become of his dreams. But when Reuben heard it, he delivered him out of their hands, saying, Let us not take his life. Reuben said to them, Shed no blood. Throw him into this pit here in the wilderness, but lay no hand on him, that he might rescue him out of their hand and restore him to his father. So when Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped him of his robe, the long robe with sleeves that he wore. And they took him and threw him into a pit. The pit was empty. There was no water in it. Then they sat down to eat, and looking up, they saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead with their camels carrying gum, balm, and resin on their way to carry it down to Egypt. Then Judah said to his brothers, What profit is it if we kill our brother and conceal his blood? Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites and not lay our hands on him. For he is our brother, our own flesh. And his brothers agreed. When some Midianite traders passed by, they drew Joseph up, lifting him up out of the pit, and sold him to the Ishmaelites for 20 pieces of silver. And they took Joseph to Egypt. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Remember the marvels the Lord has done. Remember the marvels the Lord has done. When God summoned famine against the land and broke every staff of bread, he had sent a man ahead of them Joseph, who was sold as a slave. 
He gave us his only Son, that all who believe in him might have eternal life. Praise and honor to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus entered the temple, and as he was teaching, the chief priests and the scribes and the Pharisees came to him. Jesus said to them, listen to a parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard, put a fence around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a watchtower. Then he leased it to tenants and went to another country. When the harvest time had come, he sent his slaves to the tenants to collect his produce. But the tenants seized his slaves and beat one, killed another, stoned another. Again, he sent other slaves, more than the first, and they treated them in the same way. Finally, he sent his son to them, saying, they will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to themselves, The heir, come, let us kill him and get his inheritance. So they seized him, threw him out of the vineyard, and killed him. Now, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? The chief priests and the Pharisees said to Jesus, He will put those wretches to a miserable death and lease the vineyard to other tenants who will give him the produce at the harvest time. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures, The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone? This was the Lord's doing, and it is amazing in our eyes. Therefore I tell you, The kingdom of God will be taken away from you 
and given to a people that produces the fruits of the kingdom. The one who falls on this stone will be broken in pieces, and it will crush anyone on whom it falls. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they realized that he was speaking about them. They wanted to arrest him, but they feared the crowds because they regarded him as a prophet. The Gospel of the Lord. Jesus tells a story today whose point really can't be missed. But even there, we always have to bear in mind that there's lots of background, the kinds of things that the people, especially the learned people, listening are going to make identification with because of their knowledge of the scriptures. Whether they lived those scriptures well is another story, but they certainly knew them. So, for example, the minute that Jesus speaks about a vineyard that was planted, one immediately thinks of the prophetic vision in the Old Testament of the Lord telling the story of his friend who built a vineyard marvelously, took wonderful care of it in every possible way, and at harvest time expected to be able to draw from it wonderful, rich, juicy grapes. But instead, all there was was wild grapes. All there was, in other words, was garbage. And asks, what more could I have done for my vineyard? And yet this is what it bore as its fruit. And this was, of course, meant to excoriate the people of Israel for being the vineyard of the Lord who had failed to bear the fruits of God's reign by actions of true worship, justice, and community. So even as soon as Jesus begins to talk about a story about a vineyard, they're going to immediately make identification with this kind of thing. And then, as you see, the story then goes on to say that the tenants to whom the vineyard had been entrusted proved not only to be unfaithful to their charge, but greedy with the desire to keep the whole thing for themselves, and of course, ultimately, treacherous as we heard all about the treachery that was to be visited upon Jeremiah yesterday, as we hear today in that very famous story, so much a pointer in the direction of Jesus, of Joseph, he of the many-colored coat, and the way in which he was sold into slavery, even as Jesus was to be betrayed and sold. It's interesting how the impulse, and of course we all know it's an impulse right to this day, the impulse of so many who are threatened in any way is to say, let's get rid of the threat by killing him. That always seems to be 
the great desire is to kill, or at least to come as close to killing as you can possibly get in removing. It's fascinating how that is so often, throughout our history as human beings, seen as the solution to a problem. And I suppose when you look at it only from the point of view of mere human action and interaction here on this earth, well, to kill somebody does solve a problem, doesn't it? Or does it? And Jesus, of course, intends to explode that entire thing by being killed and yet conquering death nevertheless. So that the desire to get rid of issues by killing loses its power entirely, as St. Paul was to find out to his chagrin when he was knocked from his horse. It is remarkable that the cross of Christ, that symbol of the most utter defeat, that symbol of the victory of all of those who would want to be greedy and treacherous has in fact proven to be the sign of their own defeat. Or in the beautiful psalm that we actually sing on Easter Sunday, the stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the work of the Lord and it is a marvel in our eyes. And hopefully our awareness of that victory that has been brought about by Jesus will sustain us on all the Fridays in Lent, the whole rest of Lent, this time of crisis in which we seem now to be living as an entire world, and every crisis and every problem that we ever have to struggle with. We must be sustained by our confident faith that the Lord Jesus has conquered the very instrument that would have defeated him. And so he will live his victory in all of us. We hope that our podcasts have been inspiring. And now, our pastor, Father Martin, offers a few closing words. Thank you for joining us. I offer a special greeting to members of our parish family unable, by sickness or other reason, to worship with us in person and to anyone visiting our parish via these podcasts. Lent is a time to deepen our faith through prayer, penitence, and charity. We pray that our readings and homilies help you to prepare to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, at Easter. Just as we display ashes as a mark of our faith on Ash Wednesday, please share the readings and homilies with others by inviting them to our website where they can find them all day by day. What a great gift to present at the altar on Good Friday that you helped spread the good news of our salvation. For those joining our podcast outside our parish, we look forward to welcoming you in person at our Holy Rosary Church in Burlington. To learn more about our parish community, please visit our website at holyrosaryburlington.com and be sure to share our site with family and friends. We do look forward to hearing from you, so please email us with your comments. And thank you for your prayers and support.